Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey folks, welcome to another Wednesday night. So glad to have you tuning in. I, I'm so glad that we know Jesus. I hope you do out there. If you don't, this will be a good time to, to get to know him because we live in perilous times, Paul wrote, and, uh, and there's times that uh, we're going to have to run hard to finish our race sometimes, you know. There is a race. Each one of us has a race. That's what I'm going to talk about a little bit tonight, finishing your course. How I many of you know God has given each one of us a race to run, uh, 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 and it's filled with obstacles and, and distractions and all kinds of stuff, especially today. My goodness, it's, oh, if you don't have to uh, look at too much news to know how woke and how crazy this culture is and, count, you know, this society is today. But we must stay alert in order to finish our course. And uh, Paul Paul read, read his race, and he's a good example of, of somebody to follow. Jesus ran his. He finished the mission he God sent him to do, and Paul also did that. And Paul says in 2 Timothy 4, chapter or chapter 4, verse 6 and 8 through 8, For I'm already being poured as a drink offering, and a time of my departure is at hand. Paul was about, he was about to be executed. You know, uh, so many of, uh, of uh, the uh, early apostles were executed, and, and most of them were, as a matter of fact. And he, he was going to be, uh, be offering his life to God. They weren't going to take it, just as they didn't take Jesus. Jesus. Jesus laid down his life, and he was laying down his life. And since his conversion, Paul had offered everything he had. He'd offered his wealth, his uh, his uh, uh, life, his uh, his uh, strength, his time, everything he had, he gave it to Christ. And listen, if we're going to run this race to the finish, if we're going to do what God's called us to do, we must lay down our life for his sake and for the gospel's sake. Amen? Amen. And he goes on to say, and it says, he says, I have fought a good fight. How many of you know we're in a fight today? We are in a fight. You got to fight for things that are right today. You can't just give up. We were just uh, Matt and I were just talking about it earlier. Listen, so many crazy things going on. We are living in the end of the end times, my friends. We are living so close to the return of Jesus. Now I don't know. I'm not predicting he's going to come back, even even in this. this next 10, 12, 15 years, it could be, it could be longer than that, but we're right there. Uh, and so we have to know that this is a fight. We got to really keep our eyes on the, the things of God. And we got to keep our minds on the things of God. But Paul said, I fought a good fight. He was a good soldier, my friends. <laughs> Listen, when you've, when you've accepted Christ, you may not know it. You may not even think this, but you've entered the army of the Lord. And when you're in the army, there is a commander-in-chief, and there's one that runs the army, and that's the, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're to follow him and be good soldiers. He, Paul had volunteered to serve Christ. He separated himself from the world, totally committed to the mission. He suffered threats, uh, scrapes, and, and, and uh, all kinds of things, wars and, and wars, and launched by the enemy of Christ. He was... He was Everything it, it, the enemy could throw at him, 
he threw at him. Why? Because he was preaching the gospel. He was doing what God had uh, designed for him to do. And listen, we're to preach the gospel. We're to go about all the all over this world, everywhere we go, we ought to be having a testimony of what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. But we have to live, we have to know that we're in those times. He has done, he had done his time, stuck to the mission. It says, I have finished the race, Paul said. I have finished the race. This is a race. This is not a sprint. <laughs> this is not, you know, my granddaughter's 11 and 12 year olds are running in, in the uh, track now. And, uh, and Addison runs a sprint, but some other, they also run the 200, but there's other kids that are running the long distance race. And you gotta pace yourself and you gotta be ready. You gotta run. You can't just fly off and be quick to start and, and not finish. You know, if you're not careful, you won't. But I have finished the race, he said. Paul disciplined and controlled his life to the uttermost. Just like the Olympic uh, athlete, he focused on the course of life, how he ran it. We're to do the same thing, my friends, because we are living in times of distraction and, and confusion. Listen, there is so much deception going on in the world today. We're seeing things that happen today that I, I couldn't even dream of. And my parents, who, who have passed away, uh, over 20 years ago now, over 20, my dad over almost uh, 30 years now. Listen, they couldn't dream of what we're seeing today. It would be beyond the pale for them in our schools and in our society and in our cities and our all across this country and around this world, things are happening that are bizarre. We're living in what, what, uh, what uh, Paul said in Romans chapter one professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And that's what we're seeing today. We're seeing foolish people do foolish things because they're being deceived and deception is running rampant. In fact, over in Matthew 24, I just had it turned here because I was going to talk about it a little bit later. They asked Jesus, what would a sign of the end of the coming of the age be? And Jesus, the first thing he said, the first thing he said, can you imagine this? He could have said a whole lot of things. He could have said, well, there'd be this or there'd be that. And he did say those things. But the first thing he said, take heed that no one deceives you. We're living in deceptive times, my friends. People are doing things that you would never dream that they would ever do. Why? Because they're being deceived by deceiving spirits and doctrines and demons and demonic forces of of darkness. So these things are coming, whether we like it or not, we're living in that time. Now, it's nothing to be fearful about, but we've got to run our race to the finish. In 1 Corinthians 9, 23, Paul says, do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives what? The prize. Run in such a way that you may obtain it. He goes on to say in verse 25, he says, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate, uh, uh, temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but for an imperishable crown, not for an, a perishable crown, for an imperishable crown. Therefore, I run this race thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not with one who beats the air, but I discipline myself or my body, lest when I have Preach to others, I myself should become disqualified. Listen, he said, I'm running this race with everything I can 
for the for the kingdom, for Jesus Christ, amen? We should run our uh, race in the same manner. Listen, we haven't just entered this so we can go to heaven someday and, and be there. No, we've entered this race to so we can complete it and do what God's called us to do. And he's called every one of us. How many of you know he's called you out there tonight to do something for him, for the kingdom? in Jesus name. And you all have gifts and talents and abilities, but also you have the Holy Spirit that will help you do all that he's called you to do. Amen. Paul went on to say in, in 2 Timothy 4, 7, he says this, I have kept the faith. Wow. I have kept the faith. This is what we're called to do. Keep the faith. Don't give up. Don't lose faith. Don't lose heart. Don't, don't quit. Don't back off. And if you have, if you've messed up, repent. Turn around and come back and say, Lord, I'm, I'm back in. I want to know you more. I want to increase the faith that, that you've given me that I might do the race and run the race that you've called me to do. And he says in verse 8, Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, the, the future promises, promise rewards. Isn't that good news? Good news? I'm telling you. Now, here's how he said and over in, in Philippians chapter 3. In Philippians chapter 3, which is one of my favorite passages of Scripture, 3 and 4, he says this, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I press forward. I don't lean back. He says, he, he's talking about this. He'd already ran his race pretty well down the line, and yet he's still pushing forward for the things of, of God. How many of you know you can do that? Don't give up. You might, you might be older. You might have been around a long time, but refire yourself. Rekindle the embers of, a, of, of, a, of the fire so they begin to burn again. Paul was pressing forward towards the prize. You can too. We should. Now, over in Proverbs 4.23, listen, if we're going to run this race, we got to guard our heart. This is what it says. Let, let me, we must guard our hearts with all diligence, all diligence, the enemy of our soul trying to knock us off course. How many of you know there's an enemy of our soul? Satan is his name. And he's out to kill, steal, and destroy every one of us. What's he come to steal first? The word of God. We don't know the truth. If we don't have the word of God, we won't know the truth. And you must have the truth. So that makes it, the word of uh, studying the word and knowing the word so vitally important. We're coming to a day and an hour where I believe, in all honesty, uh, they're going to try to take not only they're trying to take all the guns away from us, everybody now, and and yet they're going to take the word of God if they can. That's that's so you got to know what the word says. You can't just depend on well I'll go find it somewhere else or somebody else will help me find it. No, you got to know it. And you can know it. That's a good thing. But listen, <laughs> Satan is, is one of our, uh, the biggest threat we have. The biggest threat we have. He's always out to kill, steal, and destroy. But here's what uh, Peter says in 1 Peter 5, 8. He says, be sober. Do you ever think about being sober? <laughs> a lot of people drink and, and, uh, and alcohol or do drugs or something. And they said, well, I need to get sober because you don't think right when you're, when you're uh, all inundated with things. But in this case, be sober. What? Be, don't be filled with the cares and the worries and anxieties of the world and the distractions. Keep your mind on and focus on Christ. Amen? 
Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, who? The devil. There is a devil. People don't say, I don't believe in all. You don't know what you're talking about. All you got to do is look around a little bit. You can tell there's, the devil is influencing so many things in the world today. Walks about like a roaring lion, sink, seeking whom he may, what? Devour. He can devour people. He can. He's out. That's what he's doing. He wants to, he hates everybody. He is, <laughs> he's an equal opportunity destroyer. Yep. He, he, he hates everybody. But Peter knew something about Satan's attacks. Look over at Luke twenty-two thirty-one. It says, the Lord said, Simon, Simon, who was called Peter later, Indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you like wheat. But here's the good news, my friend. Here's what's happening even today. But I prayed for you that your faith not fail. Hallelujah. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brother. And didn't Peter do that? He began to preach the gospel. When he got filled with the Holy Ghost, that's the first thing he began to do was preach. And he preached all the way until he was crucified upside down. Now, Jesus knew Peter would mess up. He knows we mess up. But listen, Scripture tells us in Hebrews 7.25 that he's prayed for us. He is in heaven making intercession for us forever, a priest for us. Amen? Amen. So we have, that's the good news. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. He's in, he's praying for us. Amen. So Peter knew, knows about Satan's temptations and tricks, and he warns us to stay alert and sober. That's what I talked about in Matthew 24. You know, how do, why do we want to stay sober? Look what's happening in today. It, it says, let me just read a little of this. For many will come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and will deceive, and will deceive many. And you will hear wars and rumors of wars. See, you're not troubled. Listen, don't be afraid, but know what's going on. Amen? See that you're not troubled, for all these things much comes to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. Now, when he's talking about that, it references ethnic groups against ethnic groups, people against people, and that's what's happening today, isn't it not? In our nation. And there will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places and all these are the beginning of sorrows and then it says then they will deliver you up to tri uh, tribulation and kill you and you'll be hated by all nations for what my name's sake i'm telling you this is the same thing that they've always that satan's always tried to do and, and if you can't see the handwriting on the wall he's after god's people and 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 god and, and christ that he wants to eliminate everybody that, that called by that name just don't don't be deceived and then it goes on and then many will be offended will betray one another and will hate one another and then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many and because of here's one I want to get to just for a second a lawlessness will abound the level many will uh, will grow cold listen lawlessness have we not had lawlessness? Are we not having it now in these in these major cities where these AGs are letting people go like crazy and the, and crime is, uh, is at an all-time high? And, and in Chicago and in New York and L.A. And, and all these cities across the nation, there's such crime and criminal, uh, criminal element going on and there's such uh, craziness. We have to know 
This is what Jesus said would be at the end. In fact, it goes on a little further in Matthew, and it says, as in the days of Noah, so will the Son of Man uh, be of the son of, coming of the Son of Man. Listen, we're, what was happening in the days of Noah? Violence ruled the whole world at that time. That's what we're seeing now. It's not a time to be afraid, but it's a time to be <laughs> ready to, to be sober, it says, and be vigilant. Uh, 1 Peter 1.13 says, Gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober. This is the Amplified. In spirit, steadfast, self-discipline, spiritually and morally alert. Fix your hope completely on the grace of God that is coming to you when Christ is revealed. Amen? Stand against the, the devil. Be vigilant, watchful, and, and aware of what's going on looking for at the temptations and saying, I'm not going there. But listen, how do we avoid those things? As the same way that Jesus did by the word of God and prayer. Amen? We got to know these things. In fact, we should be one uh, a group of people that pray more than ever for what's going on against what's going on in the world today. Amen? That people would come to know Jesus. Uh, Matthew 26, 41, watch and pray. Lest you enter into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Those are things we must do. What else can we, what else is Satan trying to get us to do? To be short-sighted. We're living eternally. We don't want to be short-sighted. This life, you know, some will say, this is all there is, case sera, sera. I'm going to live the way I want. No, there's a life after this. <laughs> don't fool yourself. That's another deception that the enemy has tried to give us. We need to lay hold of eternal life, Paul said in t to Timothy. We will live our life differently if we understand and recognize there is a future life to be. Amen? Now, as everybody's going to live in one place or another. You've heard that before. You know, heaven or hell. And we want to be right going to heaven and hear the words, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Now, how are we going to do that? Looking unto Jesus. Roman, or, uh, Hebrews 12, 2 says, laying aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus. How many of you know that's so important today? If you're going to run your race to the end, if you're going to finish your course, you've got to be in shape, you've got a spiritual shape, and you've got to keep running. You can't stop and say, okay, I'm tired, I'm going to sit down, I'm, I've done my part, which is always the thing that riles me a little bit with other people, that I've done my part. Well, how can you do something? So How can you even come close to what Jesus did for us? Amen? Amen. Another thing, keep desires, keep godly desires, God-given desires. In uh, Psalm uh, 37, 4, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you desires of your heart. Well, there's a couple things here to remember. If you will delight yourself in the Lord, he will place desires in you that are his desires. Don't you want to do what God wants you to do, be godly people, and, and live in, in that place where he desires you to live and, and have the things? Because there's nothing better, my friends. When we do, uh, we are delighted in the Lord and not in the flesh. God is, uh, is pleased to grant our desires, which are now in accordance with his will. Desires can be fed and developed. Amen? Amen. Last, uh, last couple here. I just quickly, well, I got a few more than I thought. Don't, don't allow stress to overcome you. 
listen, we're to cast all the care over on the Lord. Stress, there can be good stress, there can, you know, that you know that you're doing the right thing, but negative results to stress are fury, fury. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I thought I might get through here without making, messing up, but fear, worry, anxiety, cares of the world. When stress comes, that's what, that it's caused many times from that. Now we, in 1 Samuel 30, there's a, there's a story of David. You've heard this story before where they, he and his men came back to their camp and their, their wives and children had all been taken and all their goods had been taken. And they it said they cried till they cry no more. What kind of stress is that? I'm telling you, that's terrible and crazy. And then they wanted to, uh, they wanted to uh, uh, kill David because of, he was the leader. Now, that's terrible stress on him. But here's what David did. David confessed his anxiety or his anguish openly. He confessed it to the Lord. He encouraged himself in the Lord. This is what we can do to help run our race. When you get down, depressed, discouraged, and in despair, you can begin to praise the Lord, begin to magnify the Lord, begin to remember what he's done for you, what Jesus has done for you, and begin to come out of that in Jesus' name. Praise and, and worship drives back the enemy. It goes on to say, David inquired of the Lord. Inquired. He prayed. He said, Lord, what do I do? Should, should I, what should I do? Uh, pursue and overtake? And, and the Lord says, pursue, overtake, and recover all. And that's exactly what he did. So we have to understand that sometimes we can be under stress, but we have to do certain things to combat that and, and put us in a position that we can walk in victory. Amen? Amen. Other th uh, things. Don't let pride <laughs> uh, uh, build up in you. Listen, be careful how you... <laughs> I want to say it this way. You can bind the enemy in your life. You can tell him, you have no right in my life, and but be careful how you get... Uh, smart aleck with him because <laughs> he is the master deceiver and pride will say ah, I told old Satan get out of here and do this and that and there and listen <laughs> you got to know that he's going to deceive you into thinking and pride will cause you to say those things and pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit for a fall so don't allow pride and your ego to get in the way pride caused Satan to, to be caught, cast out of heaven and, and uh, so we're to, we're to do that. We're to resist the devil but, and, he will, uh, and resist pride, but God gives grace to the humble. And we resist the enemy in Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ. And that means I can, I can uh, run the devil off in Christ, but I can't do that by myself. Don't get out there by yourself trying to think you're uh, 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 going to talk the devil into something. You better have it backed up by the power of heaven. Amen? Amen. Don't allow fear to enter in. Don't, don't allow fear to overcome you because God has not given us a spirit of fear. You know that scripture over in Timothy. He says to Timothy, he was being intimidated. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. You need to remind yourself tonight I walk in power, love, and a sound mind because of Jesus Christ who lives in me. Amen. The Holy Spirit helps you to do that. You know, and there's all sorts of fear, fear of change. Change is a way of life, though. You have to understand there's going to be changes in our life, and you can't fear that. You just got to get in line with what God wants you to do and keep doing it. 
uh, fear of failure. How many of you know there's people that are fear, fear of failure that it paralyzes them from doing anything? Don't be full of fear. fear. Be full of the Spirit of God, and then fear will dissipate. Amen? Afraid, don't be afraid to step out. Over in, in Matthew 14, 25 through 33, Peter was the only one to step out out of the boat, was he not? He was the only one that got out of the boat. And then, of course, we know he started sinking, but he, what did he do? The first thing he did, he cried unto the Lord. He called, Lord, help me. Fear of failure will keep you in the boat. So get out of the boat with God's help and do what God's called you to do. Fear will rob you of your faith. Also, fear of success. You ever thought about that? We're talking about running our course, or running our race, finishing our course, right? So fear of success. Well, many times we can be programmed with negative feelings and attitudes. We got to combat that with the word of God. How did they overcome it in, in the book of Revelation? They overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. What are you testifying to? What are you saying about who God is in you? Amen. Uh, we got to renew our mind and the spirit of our mind because our subconscious could mess us up because we're used to doing things by our subconscious many times. Habits will become. We want to form new habits, new habits in, in the word, know what the word says, and thereby we can overcome every situation. We can run our race to the finish and we'll be, <laughs> and it'll be said, well done. I want to hear well done. Amen. How about you? So let's, let's, let's strive to do that in this day and this hour. Let's not be afraid of what's happening in the world, but be, be alerted to what's going on so we can pray and stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. And you can go over and read Ephesians chapter 6, and it'll tell you we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against the wiles of the devil. So let's do that. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you've set out a course for each one of us, each one of us to run a race. And so let's, let us be like Paul. Let us be like Peter. Let us be like those that have gone on before us, not looking back, <laughs> not looking back, but looking ahead, pressing on, as Paul said, to the mark of the high calling that's in the prize of the high calling that's in Christ Jesus. And we just thank you for the opportunity we have to do that. Help us not to not to uh, uh, sit down and say, okay, I'm done. No, let us stand up and, and be counted for the kingdom of God. And we just thank you for opportunities, especially this day and this hour with all that's going on in the world, that we have great opportunities to serve you and, and, and testify of the goodness of Jesus Christ. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. It's good to be with you. I'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.